I've got a little life hack for you, okay? I've been checking out standing desks. I've got a desk at home that I'm thinking I'm going to cut the legs off and just weld in some taller legs to make myself a tall desk. Um, I'm staying at my mother-in-law's place for a few days while I'm here in Mexico. Um, It's kind of hard to travel with a, a standing desk, but I did something really cool. I grabbed the low coffee table and I put it on top of the dining table. So now I have a desk that is perfect height of my elbow so I can stand and type. Camera's right there, the microphone's set up, um, desk lamp up top, perfect. Welcome to the Paradise Paradox. My name's Aaron Battle and in this episode, it's kind of one of those random ones where Kurt and I is having a normal conversation and then all of a sudden it's like, there's something in this, there's something here, we could be recording this, this could be something. Um, and basically it was just a, a normal conversation for us talking about how I met up with some Australian friends, Holly and Jason the other week. And, uh, we, you know, we're discussing, uh, you know, normal stuff like, uh, socialism and capitalism and the, the sharing economy that, uh, you know, that a lot of, uh, young kids like us are starting to work out that, you know, you don't really need to be working full-time and uh, aiming to get this big corporate wage just to get around and live and travel. If you're able to, um, you know, think a little bit, be smarter about the way you spend your money, where you invest your money, and uh, share stuff or, uh, you know, rent things rather than buying it and carting around and storing it in your house. So, uh, you know, we touch on fintech, we talk about Bitcoin and, uh, you know, alternative currency, how that's powering a, um, an alternate economy that's in turn uh, helping out the sharing economy. Um, then we talk about a few situations here in Mexico. I've been traveling Mexico. Kurt's been here for a few years. Uh, the friends that dropped in, they're recent, recently in China. So, you know, we, we're, we're, we're just normal Australian people that travel a little bit, start scratching our head and going, you know, maybe things could be a little bit different or, you know, maybe the way we do things isn't exactly perfect. So, uh, having the alternate two or three, you know, different cultures and, and points of view, you begin to realize that uh, there's there's better ways to live, less stress, uh, less work, and uh, and more fun. So uh, less work, more fun. For those that are donating, thank you very much. You know, I I love when Kurt sends you a message. Sweet, you know, another donations come in. Um, that's, that's wonderful because, uh, you know, who doesn't like getting tipped? That's, that's cool. Um, in this episode, you're going to see that Kurt's actually wearing one of the Paradise Paradox shirts. Uh, I want disclosure. So it's there, tie-dye, the pyramid, the alien ship, no, the UFO, unidentified object. Don't know if it's an alien. Uh, it's just an unknown ship shooting a beam of light down on the pyramids, um, ancient alien stuff. Um, if you don't like that shirt, check out their website, www.paradiseparadox.com. There's, uh, there's other designs there. There's a whole lot more coming. You know, we're, we're traveling, we're pretty busy, but we do intend getting a whole lot more designs up there. So hopefully by the time you guys watch this, there is more than what there are at the moment. Um, I've got a couple in order. I'm gonna grab the shirt Kurt's wearing, but I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna wear it in pink, I think. Um, I think I'm man enough to get away with that.
Thank you. Check it out. Okay, so I recently had some friends from Australia rock up. Um, they contacted me like, I felt like a year ago, and they said, um, hey Aaron, you're in Australia. I mean, you're in Mexico. We're, we're in Australia. Wait uh, a fuck, Aaron. If we come, uh, if we visit, cool if we drop in. I'm like, yeah, all right, just give me some notice, and you know, we'll make it happen. So the day before they fly into Guadalajara, they messaged me like, Aaron, we're coming to Guadalajara tomorrow. Like, well, I'm in Mexico City, but I'm actually going to Guadalajara tomorrow as well um, for completely different reasons and the reason why I was coming to Guadalajara I didn't actually complete so we ended up just hanging out a couple days anyway so um, we had some pretty insane conversations while we we're hanging out because you know they're, they're socially aware people um, both are, are vegan so they're pretty hardcore considering you're in Mexico where that everything contains meat um, <laughs> So we had a couple of days of just eating tacos and beans and rice, which is all good by me, but um, it's like, it's, it's not that easy. Anyway, so uh, she started asking me questions about, about what I think about the world and mainly capitalism. And of course, you know, that's, I ate all that up um, because it's cool, <laughs> it's cool meeting a friend after years of not seeing somebody. And then have such intense questions. I mean, based because I think she tuned into a couple episodes and she's like, well, Aaron's got some pretty strong views on things all of a sudden. I always have. So how about I get his point of view and see if we're still friends? <laughs> and, uh, it turned out, I think now we're much better friends. But um, she was asking me about capitalism and about how screwed up this world is and how we need to end all this capitalism and how, you know, how she's not a communist but she's like somewhat socialist in how socialist ways are the, the way of the future and you know this whole sharing economy movement and how everything's great we don't need to we don't need to like slave away in jobs like we have been for previous decades of, or generations and uh, so she was like hey, let's end all capitalism I'm like wait a minute and I was able to say wait a minute because I think her view of capitalism was my view of capitalism maybe even you know a year ago six months ago and, and I could recognize that what she was saying wasn't exactly uh, succinct with my new opinion of, of capitalism like you know going down the path of uh, freedom free market uh, less or no regulation things like that um, because people don't really think about that they they think of capitalism as these big corporations that are exploiting uh, emerging economies uh, having slave labor type uh, wages and just completely raping countries minerals for, yeah. for next to no money because yeah. of the because of the debt that these countries build up and they're like well we need to sell it we're going to yeah. keep our GDP yeah. up and that's well those are all definitely uh, problems that need to be addressed and if you look at it like from a if you use like a Marxist definition of the word capitalism that's that's kind of what it looks like and it, and it makes sense to to blame it on that um yeah 
but uh, when you when you look at it a little further, you see there's there's problems with government intervention, and sometimes big corporations get exemptions from laws, and they get protectionism and, and subsidies. And, and I, I, as far as I can tell, that's where a lot of the problems come in. But I, I think it's important uh, to remind people when you talk about capitalism, like it's not just Walmart, it's not just Safeway or, or uh, BP or you know whatever. It's it's also the the guy on the corner selling that that uh, those tacos de canasta or you know the the Italian immigrant who's serving you up a delicious espresso in the morning. That's capitalism too. That's and that's all part of it. Uh, and so so you need to. You need to be aware. Yes, there are there are, there are bad bad parts of this thing, which people use this this uh, broad term capitalism. But there are good parts too, and good parts which which just about everybody can appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it's like that separation of, of what the two are. Mm. You you don't think about you know the guy out the front of the nightclub selling roses for five dollars a piece. You don't think about that as being capitalism. Yeah. Just because that's just some guy, you know, there's no brand. There's no, like, the, the business structure's him, his flowers, and the, the trade of five bucks for the, for the rose. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was able to, to try and, and uh, you know, in, in my own way, try and explain the difference and trying to bring in the free market and how you know people should be allowed to to trade um, outside the the regulations of what, of what government put down, and then what that causes, and then we go into monopolies and permissions, and then uh, you know barriers to entry with business. You know, you put down ten grand, you get a business license, or if it's something a little bit more profitable, put down a hundred grand just to whatever, or put down a million dollars to open up a petrol station. Okay. What, exactly, whatever. Um, and then I could see wheels were starting to turn. And the, the, the following question naturally was, well, that all sounds great, but how do we go from this mess that we have now to that kind of, you know, more open situation? And, uh, you know, for that, it's kind of, it's like, okay, well, we, we need another coffee or we need to sit down because all of a sudden we're talking about things that, you know, it's kind of hard to swallow if you're not... Um, into all those nasty conspiracy theories, right? <laughs> so, of course, I'm starting to talk about things like um, the dollar collapse, about the mechanics of central banking. Um, I'm talking about... Oh, There's a whole list of stuff, but let's see. Uh, I don't know. I just rattled them off. What, what, what am I missing here? Um, uh, right. Yeah, the future of, of uh, financial technology, like, like Bitcoin, how, how that's going to interplay with central banking as it currently exists and how it's going to affect um, taxation so people have more control over their own money and there's you know all of these broad range of factors which is which are coming together um, like you were, you said she was talking about like more of a sharing economy like using uber um, and airbnb and that helps reduce the power of these these established structures like the hilton hotel what have you yeah um, so we have all, we're starting to have all these new ways of doing things, um, which which um, uh, which power is allergic to. Well, large large amounts of, of uh, um, what's the word? Centralized power. Well, that's a cool thing about you know identifying money as being like the power to trade and exchange. But then the other side of it is, you know, just society having an increased awareness on the 
the, the very little that government is actually doing as for like a, as a benefit for society. I think is more of an awareness that you know perhaps we don't really need government being in control of things like or like healthcare or like just or money or uh, transport infrastructure. You know, just general things like that that we've always depended on government to do because as a as a body of people we're kind of hard to control or we can't we can't manage to put our minds together but when you have a need and you're able to put that out to the put that out as a as a tender for example and then have say four or five companies step up and go we can do this these are designs this is what this is what we suggest or what we think you guys might need and then all of a sudden people can vote on it which is an empowered society uh, as opposed to you know the a big group of idiots like what we kind of are now so wait, you're, you're talking about like a situation where you have it, uh, like a small council, um, like a local council, and they can choose which bridge, bridge design they want, something like that. Well, or, or yeah, more like a exactly. crowdfunding situation. Well, some, something between um, the two. I, I don't know what actually happened here in, in Guadalajara with the uh, with the, the sub the new subway line they're putting in, but um, they, I mean they're telling me that apparently a U.S. company originally won the. The, the contract, and then for some reason now there's a Chinese company doing it. And I mean, I don't know much about that, but it's like, how can one company get something and another company do it? And I mean, I've been living in Guadalajara for two years, so you kind of I talk to a lot of people. There's a lot of news, and and I had no idea. But three weeks ago, they were in China, and it was like big news. It's like, yeah, we, we beat the US. We won a contract for a Mexican light rail or monorail, and I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll wait for this noise to finish up." Thank you. Um, I don't know whether it's the one here in Guadalajara or whether it's some other project, but I'm not aware of any other project in Mexico. So I'm going to say it's this one because it's a pretty big city project. Yeah. Um, so I thought that that was kind of cool, but I mean, that, that's an example where the, the the community needs something. And there's different groups looking to satisfy or to build the project. And apparently the Chinese group could do it for like half the price. So it was like, that's something that maybe not a couple people in, a, in an old style uh, Caesar building is going to choose. But that would be nice to put out to everybody. And this is like the decentralized technology that's coming forward now. That's going to allow people to vote and things like that um, in, in kind of a casual, controlled and... and uh, you know, no errors, no manipulation. Right. We, we, well, we can decide on this. That sounds like like an interesting idea. Like if you have... So at the moment with a crowdfunding service, what, what normally happens is you, uh, the person who, who wants to complete the project uh, puts up the idea and they say, you know, we need $100,000 for this and people, people give money. But what um, perhaps a, a, better, a better system in some cases would be like if... if um, Somebody puts up, um, like like you're like you're saying, like a tender. Like they say, we need this done, and, and it's like this this crowdfunding freelance thing. So so yeah, in the middle, you you put up this this page saying this is what we want done. The people, if, if they want, they they give money to it. And on the other side, you have the, these these companies bidding on it, saying, well we uh, we can do this and, and this and this with these features for this much. And then the people who who've given money can can choose which one they want. Yeah, and pretty much anyone can do it. 
I mean, any company in the world can just step in and go, yeah, yeah you know, we have an idea of what you think, what we think you guys might need or like. And uh, if you like it, vote for it and we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So that would be another um, another way to do it and another way to, to find ways um, that, uh, that capital capitalism can, can serve people. And, and on the other side, um, well, just the fact that we're in Mexico and, and uh, Holly and Jason, we're in China. It's like the, these are people like us that grew up in Australia that only really know or knew Australian culture, Australian ways of doing things, uh, standard of living, just lifestyle. And then you start backpacking through India, China. Uh, they met up here with me in, in Mexico and we're talking about these kind of comparisons and we can see a society that's completely aware of what a, a clown show circus government is just because here in Mexico things don't quite get done right. And here's a funny story where uh, we went out to the Guachimontones a few days ago. So the pyramid is just north of, the round pyramid is north of Guadalajara. And on the way to the section of roads, like, this might be important. Okay, so it's like Aaron's driving. I don't, we don't know where we're going. We'll let him find his own way. And I thought, okay, I know a shortcut from Sapopan, so we'll cut through here. And we came across a section of road that um, there was a bit of traffic, and I thought, okay, maybe there's a bit of gravel road and people are taking their time and, and going easy. Uh, and then we saw all the cars turning around. So, I mean, I kept going forward. Like I could see a police official at the front here. And anyone who's been to Mexico knows that Mexican police are a little more helpful than most others. Um, just because I think that they get a harder time or they've got more work to do. And so I said, what's, what's going on? And, he, and the policeman said, there's, um, there's a protest up the road. Um, so pretty best to turn around and go back. I'm like, well, I, I need to go through here. Is there a way around? Um, and he wasn't very helpful um, after all because he said, no, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, so I stopped to ask someone else if there's another way around. And that's when I got the full story. Apparently this section of road, which might have only been a couple kilometers long, through an actual little town, uh, had six months and nothing has happened. Like they, they scraped all the asphalt off, so it's like clay dirt, um, hard, so it could be a, a normal road, but uh, the local government started construction and then didn't finish. So months had passed by and people got the shit. So like, this is our road. People, people that had shops on the side of the road we're out there with hoses to hose the dirt down because Mexico gets hot, all the cars gone past, all the dust comes into their shop and covers all their merchandise. So it's, it's easier and cheaper for them just to wet the road so cars are driving through mud, not brushing all the dust into the shop. Um, so someone got the shits and has excavated a huge hole, just dug up a trench across the road. So it's like, you know what, this road's no good and we've had enough. I'm just gonna dig up the road so nobody can drive through here. So bus routes are stuffed, no one can get to school, no one can get to work, and to go around, well, um, it's it's hard work for everybody. Um, and we, I mean, well, Holly and, and Jason found that amazing. Like, you know, people are taking action here. Why don't, why don't protesters in, in Australia take action and start, you know, doing uh, vandalism? <laughs> why don't they do something? to force action right. and, and I, I mean in a way it was a pain in the ass for me but 
it was like it's an example of how people in Mexico think differently and you know they're not going to wait for government to take care of stuff. <laughs> I think that's the end of the story. Well, yeah, there, were, there was a case recently, I think, in Brazil, where um, the people have been waiting for maybe two years for, for a bridge. And so the community got together and they just like, well, you know, the mayor's not going to do anything. Let's just do it. So they, 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 um, they just built, they went ahead and built it and, and it cost like one tenth of what the, the, the proposal was. And, you know, there you go, direct action. It, it really works. So, you know, there's that old question, that old trope, but who will build the roads? Well, we will. <laughs> yeah. Or we'll get someone to do it. Yeah. For yeah. cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's like Austin Powers. <laughs> huh? Ooh. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that was that um, that's another episode of the paradise paradox thanks for tuning in uh, you know we we always love your company we love your comments um, don't waste any time subscribe press like if, you, if you're tuning in listening to us on the tubes uh, on the tunes then uh, iTunes uh, pocket casts now also on SoundCloud uh, yeah, no, you do whatever they let you do. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we like people to be involved because that's our thing. We're involved in changing the world. So just sharing ideas over here and getting out some good quality information. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. Um, if you want more information, check out the show notes. That's at our website, www.paradiseparadox.com. This is episode 100 and. 16 uh 116 uh we're gonna have some links related stuff i mean if you're interested in um breaking your idea on what what capitalism is and uh, maybe making peace with that that you know we can all be capitalists and communists and socialists and whatever um living on the same rock um i'm sure we can do it so, uh, you know, just about lifting that level of knowledge. And, and so, yeah, do your homework, kids. That's about it. I think I'm done. Checklist complete. Um, thanks again. Peace, love, be well, and all the best. Mm-hmm.